Welcome to the CU Strategy Forum podcast, a podcast designed especially for credit union leaders. Our goal is to bring you the latest strategic resources for growing your profitability and membership. Whether your credit union has 10,000 or 10 million members, we think you'll find today's conversation valuable. Welcome to the CU Strategy Forum podcast. This is very exciting. This is our first podcast episode, and I'm here with Rick Weber, who is the, uh, I don't know, if you don't know Rick, you will get to know him pretty quickly. He's the dynamic CEO of CBC Federal Credit Union. Uh, I was having lunch the other day with another credit union sort of focused vendor, um, and they were talking about how you are their, one of their favorite CEOs in the credit union space. You're one of their heroes. Because you're not afraid of ruffling feathers and drawing outside the lines and drawing uh, a different innovation curve for your team. And they love you and respect you for it. And there's a lot of uh, great stuff that comes out of that. Great, great. I mean, you guys have a Dunkin' Donuts in one of your branches, for goodness sake. Uh, A lot of really cool, innovative ideas and growth, not only for your team, but you're building out this really great, um, powerful platform for your members. And um, so out of that, you've also birthed the CU Strategy Forum, which is a live event that's taking place. And now fast forward two years into it, we've got a podcast starting. Uh, We've got monthly uh, roundtable calls for CU Strategy roundtable calls happening. There's a lot going on. So I thought this would be a phenomenal first podcast episode to get you on, make an introduction to you, hear your vision for what CU Strategy Forum is, uh, and then just talk about what what you see lying ahead in the credit union space from an innovation perspective, from an environment perspective, all of this uncertainty with banking and interest rates and all the fun stuff. So this should be a great conversation. So welcome, Rick. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. It's it's hard to believe we're finally at at a, at a podcast stage. Uh, I listen to podcasts myself. I didn't think we'd ever be on it, but this whole uh, CU strategy has just been opening one door after another and different phases. And uh, you know, here we are uh, doing this, and uh, it's always great. I love to to connect with people. Uh, you know, I grew up in a uh, small restaurant family, and uh, you know, we just found out that we whatever happened came through the door we had to make it work you know we got scrappy enough to do it and I feel like that's what the industry needs sometimes and not everything works and you got to do it a second time and and get it going so uh really glad to have this um I know my marketing team couldn't have handled this on top of all of their other duties it would have been too stretched so I'm glad you can help us and get this technology boost to this connection for CU strategy oh my pleasure this is this is a gift and I know your marketing team they're 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 running overboard, doing amazing work for you guys. So they're, they're an amazing team as well. You do have an amazing group of people at your organization at CBC. And uh, seeing that sort of drive, seeing how well connected they are. Credit unions in general are kind of a different breed. We do a lot of, we, you know, I've, I've done a lot of different types of marketing over the years. And now we've kind of started honing in and focusing just on credit unions. But everything from SaaS to big software, you know, platforms, lots of other stuff. The level of collaboration and openness and willing to kind of pitch in and help other people, I think is uncommon in the credit union space. Would you say so? Uh, definitely. Uh, somebody coined the term coopetition, and I think that probably defines credit more than anything. <laughs> we kind of compete with each other, at least we check on each other, but the truth is we'll help each other no matter what. If somebody ever calls, and I've ha- I've made those calls, hey, can you help me with this? We always help each other. I've never really seen anybody get turned down. 
in credit union land and I've never turned anybody down if I could help them because uh, it's always about um, helping each other get through it. It's not about just earnings or competition. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it also helps that there's a larger common enemy than just another credit union, right? Most people, uh, there's far more, I don't know, opportunity that's lost to somebody not making a decision than there ever is to a competitor, right? They will sit on their hands and not make a good financial decision or will go and take kind of the easy way out and kind of sit on the existing relationships they have rather than diving into another credit union who could potentially give them some great value. And so that's a fun part of the conversation is we can talk about how, you know, it's kind of like a rising tide strategy as everyone grows, right? Everyone does better work. The entire industry is lifted and there's, there's a lot more opportunity that's created for everyone. So I love that co-opetition term and I love what you guys are doing in this space. This is great. Give me a little bit more about how uh, CU Strategy Forum started. This is relatively new. Uh, yeah. And it's getting some great traction. You've got some amazing lineup of speakers and a lot of people are coming and it's kind of a cool event. So tell, tell us a little bit more about the actual event. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, after, you know, growing up in a restaurant, credit unions are about the only thing I, I know. I got a, co- a job out of college uh, working uh, at NCUA and learned to be a regulator. I learned so much about credit unions. Didn't even know what one was until I joined the NCUA. And the interesting thing was... I really saw it as being a referee. You know, I saw everybody's playbook, every big, uh, you know, 400 strategic plan. I've seen the best things to do, and I've seen things never to do. You know, I was like, oh, gosh, I'd never do that again, you know. But you could see it all as a referee. You're not risking anything. But after a while, I said, you know, I'd love to play the game. So I joined uh, a credit union as a CFO after about seven years at the agency, and I've been in the industry ever since at different roles, running the branches, uh, CFO. This is my second second time being a CEO. I've been in large credit unions thinking, you know, the key to credit unions is having enough resources. So I've, I was in a credit union once at $10 billion and that was great on the resources, but it wasn't a great fit for me. I, I get into too many lanes, too many lane changes, and I like to know everybody on my team. I'm kind of an individual people person. So, um, I don't really like the corporate politics as much. So going in back to my roots of being a small credit union is fantastic. And uh, that's where I love the collaboration of it. We don't have all the answers, but we can uh, peek over the fence, ask the neighbor, hey, what are you doing to make your lawn so green? And gives you the answers and you move on and and you share it with somebody else. So that's kind of the way it works. And uh, I I started uh, this job uh, being a CEO um, shortly after the pandemic, 12 days uh, before the pandemic, in fact, March 1st, and then all of a sudden the pandemic happened and then the world just stopped. Everybody stopped communicating. So me and another CEO started calling each other every once in a while um, and then had regular calls just to check and see how things were going, what he saw, what he's doing. Is he closing his lobby? Is he opening his lobby? The mask thing was starting to uh, just pick up. And we went through that process, and then all of a sudden, more CEOs started joining the regular calls. And then after a while, everybody got tired of doing the Zoom, and I think I had backgrounds of palm trees uh, in my background. And some of my friends from Colorado said, hey, if you can get me to the palm trees, I'm coming because I can't find any conferences. And so we just I went to a hotel, and they were like, hey – 
yeah, we'll get you a heck of a deal, you know, free if you if you come. So I said, you know, you got to make it happen. Let's just execute. I didn't know what it was going to be like. Uh, everybody said they'd come. I trusted them, and they did. And we started it out, and we kept doing it again and again because this is what they ask. And more and more information we love to share, and this is kind of how the podcast and, and the C-Strategy Roundtable sessions uh, began. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I remember being at that first conference and it was sort of the shock of like, oh, we're in person. This is really weird. Uh, it was really great. And there's, it's hard to beat, you know, going up to Ventura in May. The, the view is gorgeous. I think last time I brought my surfboard, got a few ways before uh, at six o'clock before a nine o'clock session. It was, it, it might be a little slice of heaven, which is really cool. Uh, tell, tell me and, about and that was after also it was after about one year of being locked down you know it was one of the first conferences and i've heard most of the the pitches and the presentations and everybody i heard it was the best i've ever heard i was like that was you absolutely knocked it out of the ballpark and i started realizing after one year of zoom calls that we all forgot how powerful in-person communication is and how you know it was just such a fantastic experience and that's really what we got to get back to is getting uh, in-person experience and then just get the zoom calls and the podcast to get us there in between yeah i mean there is something very special about that event i've been to other larger events and you walk around and there's it seems so formal and put together that you don't get that human connection that interaction and it's big enough that there's you know there's lots of people to talk to and but it feels warm and inviting and there's like everybody's open for a great conversation i, th- I think of most of the great connections that I've made in the last year have actually happened at strategy forum and not somewhere else, which is amazing. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the coopetition. Tell me a little bit more about why strategy forum, like, well, how do you define strategy in the credit union space? Um, like what, what do you see driving innovation right now in the credit union space? Um, like what are you hoping to achieve in this year's event? Yeah, I think, you know, strategy is, you know, it's it's such an overused term, but I see strategy as, you know, you build a plan and uh, that plan is to get it to sale. You, you've you got to execute it to, to actually deliver it. And I've been to so many, you know, in, in sessions and conferences and I hear good things and yet there's nothing executable. So I mm-hmm. said, let's get something that's really good and executing. I go, what is stopping credit unions from getting off the beach and getting out into the surf, you know, and it always is fear, you know, they're like, Oh, I don't want to be the first one to it. I don't want to pilot this. And there's always somebody that pilots it. And a lot of times uh, it's, it's other people. So it's like half the speakers at the conference are people that I've run into are uh, other credits I've run into. That's their vendor or their solution provider. So I didn't invent any of this. There were somebody else that introduced me to them. And, um, but the nice thing is all of this has been proven. Somebody at the conference is having some success with this technique, and this is what's getting them incredible results. That's one thing we vet is to make sure that they're highly effective results and successes for small to middle-sized credit unions. And uh, I, I think that's what we're trying to get, and it's all executable. It's not just uh, fluff, feel good. You know, This is a conference that really tries to help CEOs. Uh, CFOs and other C-suites. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in an interesting environment, right? Everything from, you know, Silicon Valley bank failing, uh, people's uncertainty or uh, apprehension towards banking in general. I was having a conversation over lunch, uh, some, uh, some 
wealthier individuals talking about how they don't feel safe with their money sitting at a bank anymore, which I, in my lifetime, I would have never imagined that sentiment. Um, interest rates going like, where do you see this environment heading? Uh, what are some of the conversations that you're excited to have at CU Strategy Forum this year? Yeah, I, I always feel like the best opportunity is when there's stress or, or change in the environment. You know, we, we found it during the pandemic, and a lot of credit gained a lot of things during the pandemic. I know we've doubled our size uh, through the pandemic. Uh, wow. We've improved our staffing through the pandemic. Uh, we've had record member growth, record earnings. Everything happened uh, with that change, and um, now I feel like there's another you know, strange event happening with this bank crisis because we saw those middle and large size, I call them large from Crayon size, large banks being our competition and they're getting creamed out there. It's been a tough environment for them. And uh, a lot of their money is going to the big banks. You know, it's too big to fail. But there's an opportunity here that cranes need to get is that we're the alternative to a lot of those community, large community banks. And we could capture a lot of this business. Uh, It's not going to all go to the big, too big to fail because it's all of those customers that are going that way don't get the uh, specific individual treatment that we could deliver. So we have an opportunity here to capture. And instead of being fearful, we need to ramp up, uh, come up with our message and, and play it because there's never been better time. We can pick up seven to eight years of potential development for our credit unions in a very short period of time because mid-level banks are are definitely having some issues. Yeah, I think that's a really powerful, like, if you talk about a strategic investment that a credit union could make is a refresh of their brand messaging right now to take advantage of this opportunity, right? This idea that we're not like your big, you know, big corporate banking structure that has some over levered, um, you know, too big to fail, I think is sort of the mention there to get back to community banking where we're invested deeply in the, the physical community that these people live, work and worship. Right. And then to actually kind of cement in those banking relationships, you talked about FDIC insurance and increasing deposit insurance. There's some fun conversations that are happening, even, you know, you talked about kind of the best places to work, some of the best credit unions and what they've done to build not just their own internal culture, but reach out to their community and, and kind of cement in that relational aspect as well, their reputation in the, their community. Um, who are some of the other big speakers that you're excited about this year? Yeah, I mean, when we speak about engagement, I always think, uh, on. let's just start on the people side. I mean, one of the big things for uh, people is we're trying to recruit the best staff ever, you know, and it's been tough on the recruiting front. And we went out and reached out to what I think is the best recruiting group that I've seen out there in credit unions, a subscription base uh, Mm -hmm. that goes out to recruit everything from frontline to high level. It's not just going out there and having one-off headhunters. This is a total strategy because sometimes credits can't have everything internal to be the best. And our HR departments are good at taking care of our staff, but not always out there reaching out to going out to recruit. So rather than hire a recruiter, let's, let's, uh, you know, do a, a collaborative agreement and and go with it. So we got a subscription-based recruiter. 
Second thing, once you get the employees on, how do you keep them? You know, we saw that quiet quitting. We saw the remote work. We've seen uh, that big pay from the technology. Now it likes going the other direction. And I think that's about engagement. So uh, I didn't have the best answer to what we've been kind of exploring. So we went out and found the number one credit union two years in a row in American Bankers uh, Journal uh the number one spot, which, you know, you can't be number one twice in one time uh, from a third party evaluation. And we're bringing them in to ask them, what's their secret sauce? What do they do? And I haven't actually talked to them because I don't want to ruin it for myself. I want to learn what everybody else does. I, I, you know, I find it's more engaging to me, you know. And so that's what we're doing for the employee side. We've got marketing side, which there's some great opportunities for marketing. You just got to send the right message. We've got you out there. We've got momentum, how to redesign our branches because a lot of us are lost with branches and I think we're bringing in a lot of technology and people come to credit unions because it's that hometown feel and we can't lose what we're supposed to be so let's try to make our branches instead of um, more technology more relevant to what people live at and that's why we opened up with the Duncan concept and uh, you know we've got interest rate risk we've got somebody from the uh, inside the Federal Reserve he was a senior VP for Federal Reserve for years he's telling us where he thinks they'll go, which is an amazing economic for, uh, forecast. We've got interest rate tools coming. Um, and, and these are small crediting tools that you can use. And we've used a lot of these tools that have been highly effective. And uh, we're very thankful to have these tools in place uh, to, you know, uh, help us get through, you know, the challenges of higher interest rates. Yeah, that's really great. Well, I love this. You've given us a high-level overview of the event. Uh, I think in general as a resource, I think it's really important for people to start tuning in and paying attention to what CU Strategy Forum is doing. Uh, we're going to try to be putting out uh, weekly podcast episodes, interviewing great innovators, leaders uh, in the space, people that we just think are have something, have a really great compelling story to tell to hopefully inspire some new, not just, you know, I think strategy is such a funny word, right? Uh, just action, right? Inspiring, really great planning that leads to new growth, leads to more members, leads to more member deposits, leads to great new products and innovative ways of serving the community that we've built these credit unions specifically for. Uh, but not just that, we have monthly roundtable calls and we have this amazing event coming up in May, May 10th through 12th. Uh, in the show notes, we'll post out a link uh, to register, but now is the time to make sure that that date is blocked on your calendar. Um, thanks for your time with us, Rick. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have you on a bunch of other podcasts this year uh, and not this year, this next few weeks as we lead up to the event. Uh, any closing words or uh, encouragement you want to offer other credit union leaders? I think, what, you know, whenever you get these difficult times and the stress I'm hearing from a, a number of uh, other credit unions executives out there, I can tell you this. Uh, a lot of times we just bear down and we work harder. The answers are not inside your building. The answers are usually outside and your best chance for getting a solution is not to work harder, but to reach out to somebody who might already be working the solution that you're looking for or testing out some of the ideas that you're thinking. Run those ideas. I've always found networking is probably the best solution out there in credit union land and people forget that. They think if they just work harder, they'll push through it. And that's not necessarily the thing. You know, you may run into somebody who has a great employee, a great opportunity. Um, uh, 
a, a vendor that can help with a solution or just another concept that they want to bounce off you. And uh, networking is so fun. And that's what I like to connect. These are really, uh, everybody in the crane industry has really become such a friend. And I've met a lot of them from when they came out and had such a good time. I remember just talking to them at the beginning. And then all of a sudden at the end of the conference, I felt like I've known them for years. And it's just a great experience to connect. Well, you give me new vocabulary today, Rick, the coopetition, yeah. all right? Yeah. Just having the courage to go out and ask and to connect with other people, be a little bit vulnerable, show your cards, say, this is what I'm working on, this is what I'm struggling with and getting people's buy-in. I think that's amazing parting words. Uh, thanks for kicking this off, uh, joining us on the CU Strategy Forum podcast, and uh, we're excited for everything else that we have coming uh, coming soon. Thanks, Rick. Yep, thanks, Paul. Thanks for putting this together. Yeah, of course. We'll talk soon. Today's CU Strategy Podcast is brought to you by 454 Creative, a digital marketing agency with extensive experience developing websites and marketing strategies for credit unions. 454 Creative is ready to help design your brand, define your strategy, and deliver your story to your community and grow your members. Visit 454creative.com slash CU today to learn more and get a free website review.